Welcome to WTBU News Today. I'm Evan Jimenez. Boston has cooled down quite a bit over the last few days, with Saturday hitting a high of only 47 degrees. Things will warm up, though, as rain clouds move away, with Sunday temperatures set to hit a high of 57 degrees. The climb will continue into the next few days, with temperatures rising into the mid-60s. Now we'll move on to the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On Friday, April 16th, five members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Three of them were students and two were employees. For the week of April 10th to April 16th, 0.19% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0% of tested staff, faculty and 0.18% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. An average BU's lab took just 15.3 hours to process each test. Altogether, 47 students are currently in isolation, and 1,339 students have recovered from the disease. First up is Zainab Chavusholu, who has a story on the roadside quarantine signs up along major highways in Vermont. In response to increased numbers of vaccinations across the country, last week, Governor Phil Scott of Vermont announced that roadside quarantine signs along highways in the state will be taken down. Last November, these signs were placed among the five major highways where drivers enter the state. The governor has not yet announced when they will be removed. However, the state expects to slowly ease restrictions as more people get vaccinated. Despite this expected change, Governor Scott and state officials continue to mandate masks and social distancing to stop the spread of COVID-19. He and his administration expect travel restrictions to be phased out by later this summer. In Clark, New Jersey, I'm Zainab Chavosholo for WTBU News. Thanks, Zainab. Hannah Barron joins us now with the news on a brand new right-wing political caucus in the House of Representatives. A policy agenda released by Punchbowl News on Friday revealed the formation of the American First Caucus, a group seeking to promote policies and government reforms that champion Anglo-Saxon political traditions. Among the most controversial points in the document, the group's agenda to reform America's education curriculum to one that is not, quote, actively hostile to the civic, civic and cultural assimilation necessary for a strong nation, unquote, and call for a crackdown on immigration because, quote, societal trust and political unity are threatened when foreign citizens are imported en masse into a country, particularly without institutional support for assimilation and an expensive welfare state to bail them out should they fail to contribute positively to the country, unquote. Representative Matt Gates, who is facing a federal investigation for sex trafficking and prostitution, tweeted that he is proud to join the caucus and indicated Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was stripped of her committee assignments earlier this year for promoting political violence and claiming a Jewish-controlled space laser started a California wildfire, is behind it. GOP leaders, including House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, have criticized the caucus as nativist and unrepresentative of the Republican Party. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Hannah Barron for WTBU News. The death toll from the coronavirus pandemic has steadily risen over the past few months as outbreaks continue across the world. Yesterday, the total number of people who have succumbed to the virus exceeded 3 million. Alanis Broussard has the story. The global death toll from the COVID-19 pandemic topped 3 million people on Saturday. The number of lives lost roughly equates the total population of Lisbon, Portugal, and is larger than the populations of Philadelphia and Dallas combined. The staggering death toll, compiled by John Hopkins University, 
can be attributed to international setbacks in countries like Brazil, India, and France. However, the true number is reportedly believed to be higher due to government concealment and overlooked cases at the outbreaks beginning in 2019. Currently, deaths due to the coronavirus are averaging around 12,000 per day, while cases are climbing to about 700,000 per day worldwide. In order to prevent adding on to this total, more than 190 countries now have active immunization drives, an immense improvement from the drives only seen in the United States and Europe in January. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Alanis Broussard for WTBU News. Finally, we have an update from Victoria Popovska about a suspect in the attack on an Iranian nuclear facility last week. Iran named a suspect on Saturday that is alleged to have been involved in the attack on its non-nuclear facility. The attack occurred on April 11th and damaged centrifuges, but the extent of the damage is still unclear. State television reported that the suspect is 43-year-old Reza Karimi and showcased a passport-style photo of the man who is said to have been born in the nearby city of Kashan, Iran. Karimi was said to have fled the country hours before the sabotage happened, and state television reported that every action is being taken to return him back to Iran through legal channels. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Victoria Popovska for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune into our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Alex Corey, Megan Gregoire, and Victoria Popovska, I'm Evan Jimenez reporting from Boston, Massachusetts for WTBU News.